0: Hello and welcome to the Atomic Impact podcast designed to help business owners and leaders with short atomic episodes to impact your business for marketing, sales, business growth, personal growth, and much, much more. I'm your host, Jason Osborne, and I'm looking forward for your business and life to be positively impacted by this podcast. And as a thank you just for listening, I'd like to give you free access to my LinkedIn mini course to help you get on the right track with LinkedIn generate high quality leads without being spammy all you need to do is go to www.impactforleads.com to get immediate access now let's jump into today's episode hello once again it is jason osborne here with the atomic impact podcast and i am really excited to introduce you to lawrence ainsworth Um, Lawrence and I met on LinkedIn. Uh, Lawrence has spent his uh, formative years in sales and marketing in the IT industry, working in the UK, subsidiaries of companies like General Electric, McDonnell Douglas, and Prime Computer. Uh, During his last employment, he worked in a fast-growing IT services business, growing between 25 and 40% per annum over a decade, which is phenomenal growth. Uh, During that time, uh, he rose to regional director, of what became a FTSE 100 business. And from 2002, he has worked as an independent consultant working with small and medium businesses. And since 2011, he's specialized in supporting high growth businesses and has written one of the few books on high growth as well, which we'll talk about here in a little while. Um, His clients come from all sectors of the economy and are unified by their owner's ambition to maximize the growth opportunities for their business. So, Lawrence, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to it. Good, good, good. Excellent. So, we are, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, uh, hopefully we're on the tail end of the of COVID and pandemic and lockdowns and all of that. Um, and some companies have been really affected by that and haven't experienced any growth or even shutdown. But I know other g- companies have experienced massive high growth as well. But whether we're in, we're always gonna have ups and downs in the economy and certain businesses are gonna flourish and have really high growth. And what I would love to just dive in more with you Lawrence is when companies are in that position of high growth, hyper growth, um, as you said, 20 to 40% plus increase in business year on year, I mean that, that's, that's a lot. What's the biggest challenges you see when companies fake? Because it's one of the people dream of that, right? Oh, I would love to have that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Then they get there and they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> what do I do <laughs> now? So what are the biggest challenges you see with that?
1: Okay, so typically the, the biggest challenges is actually getting the business to grow with sales. So normally when you look at high growth and if you take the coronavirus situation in, in particular it's sales-led growth so you know people have gone from selling beer to making um hand sanitizers but the demand for hands has just absolutely exploded so going from making a very small amount to a massive amount so the two issues are one um obviously where do i get the money to fund all this uh investment and secondly how do I get good people to make sure that I can deliver what I sell at the right quality and it's that delivery capability that's often over- overlooked when people are talking about high growth most of the you know most of the articles you see when you talk about high growth and growth hacking is okay how do you make marketing and sales more effective that's great that's one side of the that's one side of the equation the other side of the equation is once you've sold it you've got to deliver it and if you don't have a plan to understand how you're going to deliver what you've sold, then you'll fail and you'll fail very quickly. Um, and, you know, a, a kind of, a, a, I suppose, a worrying statistic is 40% of businesses that grow more than 20% in a year will, will either fail to grow the following year or indeed decline the following year wow. simply because they've not understood how growth, impacts their business and they're just not able to meet the demand
0: that they've created wow that's that's unbelievable okay so so people get into that place they get into a place of of real high growth and i think it'd be fair to say even if you're not in in high growth but you're growing some of the same mistakes can be made around that and one of the things i'd like to just chat around is one thing i've seen with companies that grow really big is they like the increase in revenue and profits, and they want to try to maintain their costs, so staffing and deliverability of all everything they're doing, at what they had with, let's say, you know, 50% less, but now they've increased, you know, 40%, 100%, even 200%, but they don't want to increase their costs, they don't want to hire anyone else, because let's just see if we can maintain it and that can cripple a business sometimes. So what are you what are your what are your ideas and tips around helping people to go look, there's going to be an increase in cost as you grow sometimes. And just embrace that because that's going to actually help you. Because God, y- you don't want to have a high growth year and then a low growth year because you haven't put those systems in place. So what are your thoughts around that, Lawrence?
1: Okay. So so the first thing to think about is that if 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 you're looking if things are looking that you, you're gonna grow rapidly, then what you very quickly have to do is to understand some internal metrics in your business to say, okay, at the moment, I'm a really simple example. At the moment, I'm, I'm turning over a million pounds and I've got 10 people. So on a crude basis, one employee is equivalent to a hundred thousand pounds worth of turnover. right? Now, there will probably be some fat there. So you might be able to get to 1.2 million with 10 people but you will not get to 2 million with 10 people. You will probably need twice the number of people to support a 2 million pound turnover um, than you would with a 1 million. So you've really gotta be thinking about, you know, what, what are the critical people in that growth and how long does it take? Because the other issue is not only if you've got to recruit people, I've got to find them, but often people completely underestimate how long it takes to, to get somebody. So, if you take a salesperson for example, right I need a salesperson, okay, great, but um, it's going to take me three months to recruit them. They might typically have to have th- uh, one or three months notice period so that so we now it's six months out and it's going to take me three months to get them up to speed ie. they're contributing to the business rather than me training. So actually from the point at which you want to recruit somebody to the point at which they add value to the business, there's a nine month lag. So you've got to be thinking about recruiting in advance, which is where finance becomes an issue. So as you grow, initially your costs will go up because you've got to invest in the business to give the business the capability to meet the growth when it gets there. And obviously as it gets there, then your business will be more efficient and you'll be able to pull back some of that extra cost. But people typically do this all too late. It's like, blimey, I need a new machine. Yeah, okay, so terrific but there's a 13 week back order on the machine. So here I am, I need this machine and I've got to wait 13 weeks for it. Um, so, you know, that's a whole quarter out the window. It's, it's, it's decisions like that. So plugging in your, you know, your ability to deliver something, the metrics of your business, which say, okay, how much turnover does an ind- can an individual support as a very crude measure will give you a clue as to the sort of people you need to recruit. And how many you need to recruit and and often you then need to kind of bring it back and say right well if i need to recruit somebody in six months i need to start the process in two months so that when they get there i've got a fighting chance of them adding value and sustaining that growth because obviously if you have to wait nine months for a salesman i know we talked about salesman, but if you've got to wait nine months for a salesman the likelihood is that your your growth is kind of either flattened or tailed down so you're getting this very lumpy movement rather than if you invested earlier, then the guy would have come on board and kept kept that momentum. And often with growth, it's about keeping that momentum going. As soon as the momentum starts to go, um, it's very hard to get it back. Uh, I use an analogy when I talk about this, about uh, hammer throwers. Um, and essentially, when you look at good quality hammer throwers, as they rotate around the circle, they're always slightly ahead of the, the hammer. Um, now, if you look at that from a business point of view, if you imagine that sales are represented by the hammer and the delivery capability is, delivered, is, is represented by the thrower, then that's the relationship you've got to have. You've got to have capacity that's slightly ahead of your sales. Um, once sales gets ahead, of, gets ahead of your growth capability, it's almost impossible for you to get it back because it's often easier to grow sales than it is to grow your delivery. On the same thing, you can't slow your sales down. Because if you imagine you're going around a circle, you say, Oh, I'm going too fast, I'll slow down the throw. All that happens is, is the hammer just drops. And it's exactly the same with sales that you, you know, if you overheat and you pull back, then what tends to happen is that you get you, you kind of get a reverse motion and sales just simply stall, which which creates another problem because you've got all these people and you haven't got any sales to, to support. So getting that. That that forecasting of the resources you need to deliver before you need to deliver them is absolutely critical. And I would say 90 percent of high growth businesses fail on that one thing that they don't don't have that plan of how to how to support the sales they've got because they got so excited about, blimey, I've sold all this stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is exciting. That, it it's definitely exciting. It's um,
1: exciting, you know, making the widget is, you know, that's a pain in the backside, but going out and getting new customers, you know, it's a real buzz.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and okay, so in terms of that balance then between forecasting on where you're going and that 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 growth, hyper-growth that people are in, but that reluctance then of going investing into the infrastructure. Um what would you advise people on that because there there is a little bit of that oh what if we invest it and then we don't grow that then we've we've got too much so too much infrastructure so let's hire it when we get to that point but as you said that that that's equally as bad so it's kind of it almost feels like a little bit of a catch-22 that people are in it's like so what, what advice would you give around that okay so so the, so you have to have faith in
1: your ability to sell so, again, one of the critical things I talk, talk about is you need to have a good sales forecasting system, which gives you confidence that if I'm going to say I'm going to get, you know, half a million turnover in the next quarter, I'm going to get half a million turnover in the next quarter. So once you've got that, that then enables you to feed that back into the rest of the business. And it will do two things. One, those sales will enable you to generate some of the cash flow to be able to make that investment early but secondly if you've got those sales and confidence if you go to lenders you can say right these are my forecasts this is what it looks like this is why i need the investment uh, because then i can i can deliver it but if you don't if you don't have that forecasting then what happens is you can't You, you people leave it too late um and once you start to leave it too late because it takes so long to recruit people or often buy equipment or whatever it's it's so hard to catch up because if you need two machines, you know, it might take you, you know, it's still going to take you 16 weeks to 30 or 13 or 16 weeks to get them. You know, you've lost those 13 weeks. You can't get that back. Yeah. And you've got all the demand in the meantime of all those people saying, where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? So one new customers are going to be upset. More importantly, your existing customers are going to go, oh hang on a minute, your service has gone down. You used to be terrific, Mr. Supplier, and now you're late, the quality's a bit ropey, you know, I can't get hold of people, What you know, and then they start to put more demand and say, so if you want another order, then you're going to have to step up more, which actually creates even more pressure on the business and, you know, creates even less space for the business to grow because they've got to divert resources in keeping their existing customers happier, let alone fending off new customers who are really moved.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So, um, so Lawrence, what you do is you go in, you help companies in this hyper growth, create those structures so they don't get into that position you're talking about <laughs> now. So for anyone that is, um, looking for growth, not looking for growth necessarily, trying to find it, but they're in that place of growth, potentially even entering into hyper growth and they're wanting someone to help. How's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Uh, okay, so the best way for them to get in touch with me is either is to contact me on my email, which is uh, lawrence at managinghighgrowth.com. Uh, they can also contact me through um, our website, which is unsurprisingly managinghighgrowth.com. Um, and that'll also give you a number that you can call and uh off the back of that typically i'm happy to chat with people for an hour or so so that we can understand what's going on you can get a a better feel of how i can help and and also um, we get a sense of the chemistry because at the end of the day when you're doing the kind of work that i do sometimes i have to say things that aren't very popular let's put it that way um and you know i've got to have the confidence and you've got to have the confidence that you're going to basically accept what I'm saying rather than necessarily, you know, ignoring it. Cause you don't like it. Cause I'm yeah. saying it because it's for the good of the business, you know, not because I want to make you feel good. Amazing.
0: And if people want to check out your book as well, what's the best way for them to do that? Okay.
1: So you can look at that on Amazon. Um, and the book uh, we talked about it, the book is called staying ahead of the hammer, which goes back to the analogy uh, and essentially looks at, seven aspects of, of a business and how they all have to work together uh, to help you support uh, uh, long-term high growth.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Well, all of that will be in the show notes as well. So people go, oh, what was that again? You can just look down in the notes. Um, all that, all the links will be there for people as well. So Lawrence, great insight into that hyper growth, um, the challenges and pit, pitfalls that people have around that and what they need to do to to sustain that so they're not falling behind in that growth as well so thank you so much for being on the atomic impact podcast today and uh, the value that you've added thanks so much Lawrence no problem thank you very much indeed Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Atomic Impact podcast. And as a reminder, please go to www.impactforleads.com to get free access to my LinkedIn mini course to help you get on the right track with LinkedIn to generate high quality leads without being spammy. And please also like and share this episode with others and leave a comment as I'd love to hear from you. This is Jason Osborne and I look forward to sharing the next episode of the atomic impact podcast with me.